Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, we'll be doing Week 16 Recap, of course, covering the Players of the Week, as well as all the news items for the week, including Kyrie demanding a trade and then getting traded to Dallas. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the All-Star Reserves. LeBron getting into the record books once again, along with his teammate Russell Westbrook. Also a few altercations, major injury news for a couple of players, as well as your players of the month for January, as well as the coaches of the month, the rookies of the month, and some WNBA free agency news. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so we are on to week 16, or week 16 recap, rather. So we're going to recap week 16, all that went on. And as I told you previously, guys, it's just going to be a few news items for that week. I'm not going to go into depth into all of the games. Just a few of the news items that took place during the week. So um, let's, let's get into it then. Let us start with, we always start, regardless, players of the week, and we'll do that here. So, in the West, Damian Lillard for the Portland Trailblazers. His team went 2-1 for the week. Got wins over San Antonio and Utah, and the one loss was to Toronto. His scoring average for that week, 42.3 points per game including the 60-point game he had. 7.7 assists and 4 rebounds. He shot it for the week, guys. 63.2% from the field. Wow. Man. That's great. And from 3, 51.4% from 3. I'm talking about that's efficient, guys. And then from the free throw line, just 92% from the free throw line. So, a fantastic week for Dane. Um, and then we'll talk about Dane a little bit later as well. So, that was his week. And for the East, Giannis Antetokounmpo, of course. For the Milwaukee Bucks, his team went 4-0, and beating the likes of Detroit, Denver, Indiana and the Pelicans. They, those are the teams that the Bucks beat. And he uh, averaged 38.3 points per game. Included in that is a 50-burger that he had. Um, 12.8 rebounds and 4.5 and assists for him. He shot it 62.3% from the field. Which, you know, uh, for him, that's kind of the norm there. Um, He he actually shot at 46.7% from three. So he actually took some threes last week and was pretty proficient there. Unfortunately, unfortunately from the free throw line, not as good. Uh, 57.5% from 
about 58% from the free throw line. So a uh, higher average from the field than from the free throw line for Giannis. But nonetheless, his team, uh, four games up and four games he won. So, so that is your players for the week, guys. So let's cover a few news items. Number one, of course, is Kyrie Irving demanding a trade on on a Friday. And then two days later, he gets his wish and gets traded to on a Sunday to the Dallas Mavericks. The trade involved himself and Markeith Morris going to the nut to to the Mavericks in exchange for Spencer Dinwiddie, who was previously a Brooklyn Net, as well as Dorian Finney. Also, a 2029 first round draft pick and two second round picks as well. So, so let us go through the time, <laughs> to, uh, a bit of the timeline uh, for Kyrie and his stay with the Brooklyn Nets, shall we? So, we're going to go through that. We'll go through the seasons that he had there, uh, the amount of games. Well, we'll go through that as well. So, so Kyrie becomes a free agent. Um, he decides not to go back to Boston, so he becomes a free agent along with Kevin Durant. He convinces Kevin Durant, he recruits him, and convinces him to join him in Brooklyn. And this took place in the summer of... 2019 and I remember it very well guys I remember uh, New York media was just falling all over themselves saying oh this is the the new team in town they're gonna overtake the Knicks in popularity they're gonna win a championship they're gonna do this they're gonna do that I remember it well and I remember actually going on Facebook live Lamenting the signing a little bit, but saying, I don't trust that combination. I don't think they deliver a championship. I actually went live on Facebook saying that. So, And I stood by it each and every year. So, so here's, here's the seasons that he put forth with the Brooklyn Nets. 2019-2020, their first season where they had... Kenny Atkinson, a very fine coach. Uh, they had him at the helm. But remember that first season, Kevin Durant was still out with the with the ACL. So uh, there was no there was no Kevin Durant there. So so you know he made the best of a bad situation. Uh, the team went thirty five and thirty seven which was 7th uh, in the East, so enough to make it into the playoffs at least. Um, and Kyrie, this is his numbers. He only played 20 of the 72 games because, remember, that's when the pandemic hit. So they actually cut, cut down the games. They stopped the season, then they restarted it towards the uh, summer as the, you know, as um, COVID started to kind of open up things. So, 
So he only played 20 games. He did average 27.4 points per game, 6.4 assists, 5.2 rebounds, a steal and a half. He shot it 47.8% from the field, 394 from three-point range, and 92.2% from the free throw line. So, so that year, out of 72 games, he only played 20 guys. Because of injury, yes, because of injury. Also because of the events of uh, that happened at the Capitol on January 6th. He decided to take time off for that. Then when it came time for the team to reconvene and go in the bubble, he refused to do that. So, so things weren't easy for Coach Atkinson. And once the season ended... Him and KD decided that Atkinson can no longer be the coach. So they bring in a hand-picked coach, Steve Nash, who worked with KD while he was in Golden State. So um, they hand-picked the coach. Um, and then we enter 2020-21 season. Uh, in that season... Steve Nash's inaugural season. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Kenny Atkinson didn't even make it to the end of the season. They brought Jock Fawn, and um, actually he coached in the bubble, I believe. I believe uh, Kenny Atkinson was fired prior to entering the bubble. So, anyhow, so enter Steve Nash, and for the season, Steve Nash, his team went 42-48 and. 24, which I thought was pretty good considering, you know, all the upheaval that took place during that season. Uh, they finished second in the East. Uh, Kyrie, out of 82 games, played 54 games. So he still missed about uh, over 20 games there. Averaged nearly 27 points per game, six assists, nearly five rebounds. Along with uh, over a steal per game, shot at 50.6% from the field, 40.2% from three, and then again 92.2% from the free throw line. This is the year where uh, around the, I want to say it was before the trade deadline, or maybe near it, uh, they traded for James Harden, so... They got James Harden from Houston. Uh, they unloaded a boatload of people, including Karis, Karis LeVert, uh, Jared Allen, and and a few others, if I'm not mistaken. So, so major young pieces you shipped out to bring in Harden. So you had the big three there. Um, Harden came over. Harden wasn't in the best of physical shape. He, he had the hamstring issues that was plaguing him pretty much throughout the season. So, And it plagued him in that playoffs as well. But, you know, I give Harden credit. He showed up. Uh, Kyrie, on the other hand, um, he, he was, he played in the, I believe he played in the first round and then in the second round against, the Milwaukee Bucks, he only played 
uh, one game in that series and he missed the rest the rest of the series so um, yeah so in fact I'm sorry he missed the last three games of the season so the crucial part of the the series he wasn't present um, whether it be injury or whatever so um, so his services weren't available so so you have Kevin Durant there doing the best he can. Uh, James Harden, who who again, you know, was playing through the hamstring um, hamstring injury, playing through that, so doing the best he could. But they, you know, they fall short to Milwaukee. We know about Kevin Durant's toe being on the line and all that sort of stuff. So, so they get bounced from the playoffs in the second round. So, let us move on to 2021-22. Uh, Steve Nash back again as the coach. Um, but, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, let, let me double back. Um, the 2020-21 season, that's when uh, Kyrie refused to get the vaccination. There was a requirement for all players to get vaccinated. He refused to do so. So he didn't make his season debut until December 22nd of 2020. So so right off the top, he missed games. Then he missed some games along the way uh, as well. So, um, so again, this is a guy who recruited Kevin Durant to come to the team and to buy in. And, you know, they both go over there, try and get a win a championship. So uh, one player has bought in the other one. Eh, not so much, not enough to get vaccinated. So um, but again, like I've always said, a player who at one time thought the earth was flat. I don't know if he still does. Uh, is definitely not going to go and get vaccinated. He's. Um, uh, conspiracy theorists at the highest. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so I forgot to throw that caveat in. So, so let's go to 2021-22 season. Uh, they finished seventh. Um, Kevin Durant gets hurt, and Kyrie also gets hurt as well. So they finished seventh. Kyrie for the season, 29 games. So out of the 82. He plays in only 29. Uh, 27.4 points per game. Nearly 6 assists. 4.4 rebounds. He shoots it um, from the field. Nearly 47% from 3. Uh, nearly 42% from 3. And then 91.5% from the free throw line. So... Uh, this is the season where where Harden said, because Kevin Durant gets hurt again. And then it's Harden and Kyrie there. Harden sees what's, what's going on there with Kyrie and him being in and out and not, not totally bought in. And Harden says, you know what? I, I want no more of this. Get me out of here. So. So he gets his his trade request met. He and he goes to Philadelphia. They bring back Ben Simmons. 
uh, Seth Curry, uh, Andre Drummond, and uh, whatever else came in that deal. So, so Harden gets his wish and he goes elsewhere. They get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons never suits up for the 2021-22 season because when he got there, come to find out, he uh, the man had a uh, a strained back. So he never made it onto the court for the, that season. So, and then we know what happened. Came playoff time. Uh, they faced Boston in that first round. Actually, I'm sorry. They they had to go in the play-in tournament. They had to go in the play-in tournament. They won the game. So they got the chance to face the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics, who, by the way, swept them and ended up going to the NBA Finals. So, um, yeah, so Brooklyn Nets totally didn't show up for that playoffs. Um, you can put the blame in a few different places. You know, they want to blame the coach, what have you, so on and so forth. But nonetheless, they they get bounced out. So, so everybody talks tough, big and tough after the series. Oh, you know, we got to hang in there, this and that, what have you. Then come the, the off season. Kyrie has an opt-out. He chooses, well, he first makes um, overtures that, you know, he want to get moved. He's one gets moved to the Lakers, of course, to rejoin with LeBron. That doesn't happen. They call this bluff. They say, look, we're not trading you. So what he does, instead of trying to, you know, opting out, betting on himself and going to the Lakers, he chose to opt in. So, so he opts in three at thirty-six million, what have you, and he stays with the Brooklyn Nets. So we have the 2022-23 seasons. Uh, Steve Nash starts the season, doesn't make it, make it through to Thanksgiving. He's he's uh, fired as a coach. In comes Jock Vaughn, and he kind of turns the program around a bit right um at the moment that Kyrie got traded they were at 32 and 20 which was fourth in the east so and Kyrie for the season he did play 40 games so you gotta grant him that uh over 27 points per game uh well over five assists over five rebounds 48.6% 48.6% from the field, only 37.4% from three, and 88.3% from the free throw line. Again, Katie gets hurt. This time it's the MCL that is of most recent. So then you have a Ben Simmons that's in and out of your lineup with his knee issues and everything else that's going on with him. And you still dealing with his reluctance to shoot. So, so all of that, and not to mention, Kyrie's still waiting to get uh, re-signed. That didn't happen. So, oh, oh, by the way, let's circle back to him going on Twitter to highlight a film that many deem as anti-Semitic. I'm not saying that he is, but he 
you know, he puts up a post about a film that is deemed anti-Semitic. I, that doesn't necessarily make him that, but uh, needless to say, it's not a good look. So, so, so the owner, Josiah, what does he do? He makes a list of ridiculous stipulations for Kyrie to meet in order for him to return back to the court. So they suspend him indefinitely until he meets said requirements. So um, to this day, I'm not sure if you even met him all, but nonetheless, he eventually makes it back to the court. So um, and then. Of course, like I said, Friday he asks for a trade. I guess uh, he he didn't feel respected by the organization, so he requested a trade. Josiah said, "You know what? Yeah, let me let me wash my hands of this." And um, he was sent packing. So, so I say all this to say. I started out being right. I ended up being right. The Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving pairing in Brooklyn was an utter failure. Let us let us all be clear about that. It was an utter failure. It, you didn't make it even to a com- you didn't even make it to a, a conference uh, finals with with that pairing. And you know, media heads are just in a tizzy over this. You know, they are hurt. They are lashing out. And they're lashing out at Kyrie. So, um, they're, they're just upset because every year they fell for the bait. Every year they fell for the bait. The Chris Broussards of the world, the Rob Parkers of the world, even the Stephen A. Smiths of the world, even the Jay Williams of the world, all these guys. Picking the Nets to to go to the NBA Finals if everybody behaves and is healthy. You know that's not going to happen. It didn't happen in any of the four years that they were together. It didn't happen. So for you to expect. And just. I'm not here to bash the guy. But if you got a track record, you got a track record. So. Kyrie didn't do himself wonders in Boston. He didn't like being under the thumb of LeBron in Cleveland. So he wanted to be his own man. He went to Boston. Then he come to find out he actually lamented about it. You know, maybe maybe I had a good after all, you know, in Cleveland. So, so you know, you, you make your bed, you lie in it. So, um... All I'm going to say is, yeah, you know, he's now in Dallas, so we'll see what happens there. The biggest question is, where does, where's KD's head in, um, in the aftermath of all this? Some people have suggested that ownership doesn't make this deal without Kevin Durant's blessing. Do I think that? It's really hard to say. It's hard to say. Because this is supposedly your guy. This is your boy. So, 
for you to sign off on that, it just doesn't look good. Especially for a man who... It, oh, by the way, I, I forget this part of it. He grew up rooting for the Nets. So, he goes to the team he rooted for when he was, you know, in living in, you know, coming up in New Jersey. So, and he pretty much sets the place ablaze as he walks out the door. So, <laughs> but where's Kevin Durant's head? I can't answer that. I can't begin to think like he thinks. So, I guess we'll we'll find out by the trade deadline if he's still a net come the trade deadline. That means he's, um, you know, 10 toes in. So, again, I talk about the tizzy of the uh, media over this whole thing. Um, and some question are Stephen A's attacks on Kyrie personal. You know, they... Um, not to peek ahead at week 17, but I guess we can kind of do that a little bit. Uh, him and Jay Williams go at it back and forth about, um, you know, whether his attacks on Kyrie is, you know, is it hitting below the belt or so forth. So, and I guess, hmm. Yeah. I'm, I I don't get into business of pocket watching. I don't pocket watch and and uh, tell tell a team what what to pay a player or not. That's that's not for me to do. So when you get into that, when you start doing that, then yeah, I, I kind of gotta play you distant. You know, when you say that this man should be paid on a year-by-year -year basis. I understand what you're saying with that, but can you really do that? Can you? I guess you could, but... Um, yeah, that that's... Yeah, I would, I would hate to have to be a NBA owner who has to make that decision. Let me just put it that way. So, um, But I, I'm all about the athlete getting all the money you can. You know why? Because ownership is getting all the money they're getting. So, why not the players as well? So, that's that's my feeling on that. But, so, the media is going crazy. Um, and, you know, it serves them right. It serves them right for not knowing the golden rule. Championships are not won on paper. Let, let us get that out the way. So, um, will the... How will the Kyrie and Luca pairing um, work in Dallas? I say one of the ways it should be able to work. I say definitely stagger, stagger their play. In other words, when Luca is out, uh, Kyrie is definitely the number one option. Obviously, when Kyrie is out. Luca just resumes being Luca. Uh, when they're both in there, uh, Luca has to be the number one guy. He has to be. So, um, will Kyrie be happy with being a secondary player? He, I mean, he did it in Brooklyn because he was with his boy uh, KD, but will he do it with a Luca Donkage? We'll see what happens there. So. A lot of intrigue as far as that goes, so we see what happened. All right, so 
we touched uh, the Kyrie situation. Actually, we uh, beat it down to a pulp, it seems. So, uh, let's move on. Second news item, All-Star Reserves. All-Star Reserves, they're in. We know who the coaches are for the... For the team Giannis, it's going to be Joe Mazzula of the Boston Celtics. And for Team LeBron, it will be uh, Mike Malone of the Denver Nuggets. So kudos to those guys there. Your West squad, I got that because I made predictions, guys. I got six of the seven right. I would have got seven for seven if they didn't pull a fast one on me. So, um. So, we got Job Morant. He's going of the Memphis Grizzlies. Laurie Markkinen, he's going. Uh, Shy Gilkis Alexander, rightfully so, he's going of the o- Oklahoma City Thunder. Damian Lillard's going. Portland Trail Blazers. Paul, Paul George, I figured he'd get in, and he did get in for the Clippers. DeMontis Sabonis, rightfully so, with the Sacramento Kings. And my the surprise player that made it that I didn't even figure into anything, Jarrett Jackson Jr. I was absolutely stunned he made it. So, um, so I missed out on De'Aaron Fox, who should have made it. And now with the uh, Steph Curry injury, I'm going to talk about that in a minute as well. This now opens a door for De'Aaron Fox to make it. So we'll see what happens there. So I got a chance to still be right in all of this. So uh, so there's that bit of news. For the East, I got four of the seven right. Um, uh, and actually, I should have followed my own advice on one, one of the players at least. So. Uh, Joel Embiid of the Sixers, that's an obvious one. Jalen Brown, Boston Celtics, obvious there. Julius Randle made it. I predicted he may make the team, and he did. DeMar DeRozan, I figured he would make it, and he made it as well. Here's the three t- players that I missed out on. Two of which I really talked up them making it, but I didn't pick them. Uh, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks, he made it. He's one I felt who um, definitely deserved all-star consideration, and he made it, thankfully. Bam out of Bayou. That was a guy I thought of all the Miami players, he was probably the most worthy. But somehow, in my reasoning, I talked about Jimmy Butler. I don't know why, but Bam out of Bayou, and he made it rightfully so. Tyrese Hollyburton, I was kind of surprised about because of the injury, but he's back now. Um, I'll talk about that as well. So Tyrese Hollyburton ends up making it, and then on his Twitter page, he uh, puts up a picture of, um, as his profile picture, Wally Zerbiak. Because during a Nick um, broadcast um, with the Knicks playing, Indiana, he makes disparaging remarks about Tyrese Hollyburton, how he's a a fake wannabe all-star. So he put the picture up. I mean, Wally, I I think privately Wally said, you know, yeah, I I did kind of step over the line there. I don't know where it came from, to be honest with you. And when I heard it live, I was like, whoa. 
And even Alan uh, Hard was like, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm not amen in this. So, uh, anyhow, but he apologized for it. Let's move on, you know. But I understand, you know, players need motivation. So, Holly Burton's obviously motivated by the fact that um, Serviak said those things. So that's fine. That's fine, you know. But, you know, I say let it go. So, anyhow, so... Those three made it. So I missed out on Pascal Siakam, who I thought was an absolute snub. Darius Garland, I thought would make it, um, being that he's usually the guy when um, Donovan Mitchell goes out, you know, is out with injury or so forth. He didn't make it. And Trey Young, I was surprised he didn't make it. Um, the man is averaging a uh, uh 2010 uh, double double over 27 27 points along with over 10 assists so I was stunned he didn't make it James Harden I I guess I get it because the games missed so I could go either way on him uh, Jalen Brunson I figured he would get snubbed so um, I was prepared for that so because they weren't going to take two Knicks on this All-Star team. So so that's that's your All-Star reserve. So again, you might have room for a couple of guys. Um, not sure of the situation with Zion. It looks like Kevin Durant probably won't be available for the All-Star game. So that will open up a spot. So hopefully uh, a few of my picks can get in there. Especially De'Aaron Fox. I think he should get in. So, all right, so that is the second bit of news. Third, let's talk about these injuries. Um, major injuries here. Steph Curry, he has a, a leg injury now that he got versus the Dallas Mavericks in their 119-113 win. So, he suffered that, I believe, in the third quarter of that game. There's no timetable for his return, so that's that's not good news, that's for sure. So, but uh, they said for all intents and purposes, he will miss the All Star game, so he'll definitely be out through the All Star break. So, bad break for the Warriors. Looked like they were trying to right the ship over there, but again, without their leader, uh, that's going to be a problem. So. And then for Portland, uh, Joseph Nurkic, their center, he has a strained calf. He got that versus uh, while at the Memphis Grizzlies and that their 122 to 112 win. So, and he's going to be out through the All Star break. So they made it clear he'll be out through then. So they're going to have to rely on the services like a Drew Eubanks and um, those guys that they have over there. So. Hopefully, uh, they can get through this week, a little more than a week or so of basketball. And once they come out of the All-Star break, they can get their center back. So, And then returning from injury is, Ty speaking of, Tyrese Hollyburton. After missing 10 games, he had, remember he suffered that game, that injury in the Nick game uh, with the knee and the elbow. So, He's back now, and he came back actually versus the Celtics 
on February the 2nd. So now he's back with the Pacers. So, so that's your news there. Speaking of the Lakers, uh, next news item. LeBron James now is in the top four in career assists. So he just passed Mark Jackson and Steve Nash to now be in fourth place in that regard. LeBron James breaking all kind of records this season. So um, next in his sights, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which he should break um, in this week 17. So. And then his teammate, Russell Westbrook, he is now in the top 10 in assists. He just passed Gary Payton on the all-time list. So, I don't know if, I'm trying to think, in in the uh, history of the game, has there been two teammates who simultaneously uh, made it onto the top 10 list of in any category, to be honest, whether it be scoring or rebounding, to make the top ten, I don't think that. Hmm, I have to look into that one. I don't think I don't think that's so. But anyway, so Russell Westbrook moving into the top ten, he was humbled by it. So um, Russell Westbrook, kudos to him. So uh, he needs <laughs> he needs some um, good news this season, you know, with all that he's had to deal with. And, of course, with the trade deadline coming along, all the trade rumors swirling around him. So, hopefully, come February 9th, he'll be at peace wherever he whether he stays with the Lakers or not. So, uh, I kind of root for Russell Westbrook. You know, the guy, the guy plays hard, man. But, you know, he... Yeah, anyway, I, let me not get off of the tangent there. So... All right, so next bit of news. Let's talk about the January players of the month, the coaches of the month, and the rookies of the month right quick. Uh, Players of the month for the West, uh, Nikolai Jokic. His team went 12-4. and He averaged 24 points per game, 11.6 assists, and 11.3. No, 11.6 rebounds, 11.3 assists. So, the man averaged a triple-double for the month, guys. So, you know he's putting in that work. Although he missed a couple of games here and there. So, uh, But nonetheless, he is the player of the month. And, oh, by the way, his coach is the coach of the month. So, uh, Mike Malone. So, so, you got double honors there. And your player... Of the month for the East, uh, oddly enough, Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, his team went 11-3 and for the month. He averaged nearly 35 points per game, 10.7 rebounds, over 3 assists, and 1.6 blocks. Oh, by the way, Doc Rivers, his coach, coach of the month for the East. So, so there you have it, guys. Uh Double honors for both the Sixers and the Nuggets. So, your rookies for the, of the month in the East, uh, pretty simple. Paolo Bancaro with his over 20 points per game, nearly six rebounds and over three assists. And for the West, 
Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray of the Sacramento Kings. He's actually playing well at the right time for them. Averaging 14 points. Nearly 6 rebounds for him. And he's shooting at 49.5% from 3 guys. So, um, Keegan Murray's starting to uh, heat up, guys. So, and the Sacramento Kings need it with the way they're playing. They're playing very well, guys. So, so that is your news there. So, let us move on. There's a few other news items here to deal with. Uh, guys, we had our first postponed game of the season. And that was between Washington, the Washington Wizards, and the Detroit Pistons. Their game got postponed because Detroit was actually in Dallas. And due to the severe weather in Dallas, they were unable to fly back home in time for the Washington game. So, so that game got postponed. They're going to reschedule it shortly. So uh, look out for that bit of news. So, so there's that. And then finally, two altercations took place uh, last week. <laughs> uh, after a week of uh, pretty much quietness in that regard, um, you get two in one week. Dylan Brooks, this guy, man, he's like an irritant now. He's um, he's becoming like a pa Patrick Beverly of sorts. So he. Goes in for a layup. Misses the layup. He flails his arms and ends up hitting Donovan Mitchell in the groin. Donovan Mitchell then <laughs> turns around and throws the ball at him and just goes after him. So, And this happened during the Cleveland 128-113 win over the Memphis Grizzlies. So, um, Dylan Brooks picked the wrong one. Uh, not... Donovan Mitchell is nobody's uh, pushover, so the guys, um, the guys as tough as they come, and you, you you picked the wrong one there. So, so with that, uh, Dylan Brooks gets suspended. Only a game, he gets only a game suspension. So, um, but Dylan Brooks, uh, we saw maybe about a couple of weeks back, he got into it with. Uh, Shannon Sharp of Undisputed, so um, so he's he's a guy who's um, starting to make a name for himself and not in a good way. And then we have the situation with um, Mo Bamba and Austin Rivers. So Mo Bamba goes after Austin Rivers, um, and then Austin Rivers take on a whole bunch of uh, Orlando Magic players. What happens is Austin Rivers goes uh, shoots a three in front of the Orlando bench. Mo Bamba says something slick to him. And then um, next thing we know, um, Mo Bamba's going out there going after Austin Rivers. And Austin Rivers, uh, I believe, uh, got him good. So, um, And then other players got involved. Jalen Suggs grabs onto... Austin Rivers, and I believe a few other players as well. So, so when all is said and done, Mo Bama gets four-game suspension. Austin Rivers gets a three-game suspension. Jalen Suggs gets one-game suspension. And other players get fined as well. And this happened during a Orlando Magic 
and Minnesota game in which Orlando won 127 to 120. So, so guys, that's all the news as far as the NBA goes. If I got a few minutes, let me cover the WNBA. So we'll do some WNBA right quick. Just a few items here. Uh, their free agency started on February 1st. And of course, for the second straight year, Tom Brady goes on Instagram saying, Oh, I'm done with football, this and that. So, so uh, of course, you know, taking shine away from the ladies. So, um, uh, what can you do with Tom Brady? But he's done. He's, he's going, well, he's not going quietly at the uh, retirement, but uh, you, you did all you could. You're done. So, anyway, so let's cover a few teams here. The New York Liberty, they were the, probably the busiest team of, um, of them all. They acquired Jonquel Jones. I think I mentioned that previously. They got her in a tr three-team trade. Uh, she's coming from the Connecticut Sun. She's a one-time league MVP. Uh, very fine player uh, that they're getting there. Uh, along with her, they're also getting Kayla Thornton from the Dallas Wings as well. So... Uh, you get two forwards there, but John Quell Jones, that's the key piece there. So already uh, the Lib Liberty loading up, but they're not done. They also sign in free agency, Brianna Stewart. Whew. This is a big signing, guys. They got her from Seattle. Um, for those that followed the WNBA last year, she... She was also a free agent, and she actually um, visited New York, but she decided to stay. I guess she did that out of obligation to Sue Bird, being that it was her last season. Now that Sue Bird is retired, she that really doesn't tie her to to staying with Seattle, because you gotta remember, her and Sue Bird are fellow alums, so. Um, so Brianna Stewart picks up from Seattle, and sh now she is a New York Liberty, and this changes the balance of power, guys. You able to pair a Jonquel Jones and a Brianna Stewart, along with Sabrina Inescu. Oh, by the way, they also add Courtney Vandersloot from the Chicago Sky, the seasoned veteran point guard. So. I tell you what, guys, I love what the New York Liberty has done here. I love what they've done. And I actually got into it with a guy on uh, Facebook because um, he doesn't like the coach, uh, Sandy Brondello. He's, he says she doesn't develop talent. She's a win-now coach. Of course she's not going to develop young players and, and do those sort of things. She wants to win now. All these players that come in, she, she, she the target is on her back right now. The pressure's on her to deliver and bring a WNBA championship to New York. All the flagship WNBA franchises have uh, 
They have those titles. They have the championship. All except the New York Liberty. So these moves are major um, in, in doing that. So, so you have her and Bethany Laney. You still have her as well. So uh, I'm telling you guys, this team is a team to watch. I already said, you know what? Maybe grab me some tickets. I'm not getting season tickets, but I'll I'll get a few tickets here and there. I'll, I'll be checking out them playing the Las Vegas Aces, um, who I'll be talking about in a minute. So, yeah, so the New York Liberty is going for it, guys. Chicago Sky, on the other hand, they lose Candace Parker, Courtney Vandersloot, Allie Quigley, she says she's going to um, sit out the season, so she's not returning to the sky. Azura Stevens, she's uh, she's gone elsewhere as well. So pretty much they got Kalia Copper there. They did sign a few free agents, though. Courtney Williams from the Connecticut Sun, they got her. Isabella Harrison, Elizabeth Williams as well. So they, they got some players in return, but of course... They pretty much gutted that championship team. Emma uh, Misa Min, um, not sure what, what's going to happen with her. She's a free agent, so we'll see what happens there. Um, so, uh, Connecticut Sky, Mark Wade's going to have to work some miracles over there, guys. The coach there, and actually also the uh, GM as well. So, Las Vegas Aces. Now, they started out, they traded uh, De'Erica Hamley to the Los Angeles Sparks in what was a controversial trade because um, they did re-sign her in the offseason, um, previous offseason, but supposedly there's some chatter about uh, they... They signed the deal not knowing that she was pregnant. So now that she was pregnant, now they're kind of holding that against her. So they dealt her while she's pregnant now, by the way. So that's bringing up a whole set of issues there. Uh, I don't think we heard the last of this. Um, I think we'll probably hear from the WNBA Players Association on that. So uh, that remains to be seen. So. So, so you had that bit of news there. And then, uh, the biggest splash for them, uh, Candace Parker signs with the Las Vegas Aces. So, you add a veteran like, like Candace Parker, man, that, that's, that's big time. And not only her, you also add, uh, Alicia Clark from the, the Washington Mystics. So, those are two huge signings for the Las Vegas Aces. So they're 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 trying to defend their crown guys. So you still got Asia Wilson there, Chelsea Gray, Kelsey Plum, uh Jackie Young. So uh that that team's already loaded and you just loaded up some more. They also re signed Kia Stokes who did such a great job filling in for uh De'Erica Hamley uh during last season. And also Sidney Coulson's coming back as well. So the Las Vegas Aces not losing a beat. And they're loading up for Bear as well. 
Uh, speaking of the L.A. Sparks, so they traded for Hamby. Um, we got to see as far as her status goes because, you know, uh, again, she is pregnant. So we got to see when she'll be able to bounce back and come back. The a woman K sisters are back. Aneka and uh, ch- uh, her sister as well. They resigned. They also signed Stephanie Talbert from the Seattle the Seattle Storm and Azura Stevens from the Chicago Sky. So on on the low, um, the Sparks are looking good, and they got Kurt Miller now as the coach. So we'll see what happens there, guys. So the Sparks kind of doing something as well on the low. Uh, the Dallas Wings they resigned Tierra McCowan, their uh, their center there, so they are able to. Um, sign her up also alicia gray they they acquired them part of that uh three-team trade the john quell jones trade so they were able to get alicia gray as well as natasha howard and also crystal dangerfield so oh and the sparks also acquired in a trade jasmine thomas from the connecticut sun so so Dallas also, Dallas is one of those teams too. You got to be like, hmm, you're kind of doing something there. So keep an eye on them. Washington Mystics and losing Alicia Clark. They did sign Brittany Sky. So she's kind of like uh, another defensive-minded player. So um, definitely somebody who's going to have to take the place of Clark there. And they traded for Amanda Zo- Sohoi B, and uh, they got her from the Las Vegas Aces. So uh, Phoenix, they resigned Sophie Cunningham, so she's going to stay there. Uh, and of course, uh, hopefully they'll have a healthy and ready Brittany Griner there. We'll see how that goes. And um, Seattle, they were able to sign Sammy Whitcomb. Of the New York Liberty, so they're good in that regard. So, so that is a bit of your free agency there. There's still more players out there to be signed, but that's the early news as far as that goes. So, so that's it, guys. Hey, you got a little bit of both, guys. NBA and WNBA. So, all right. So I'm gonna cut it off there. But once again, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. And guys, don't be afraid. Go. Go on to my website, allthingsbasketball dot allthingsbasketballwithgd.com and go you write a review there. Sign up for the news for the uh, any news updates and so forth. Get on our mailing list. You can do all that on the website there. Or go on my YouTube page. Go on my YouTube page. This episode probably be up shortly, so um, I got the Kareem. Uh, one I'm working on that, putting that on the on the YouTube as well, but it's already available on the website and other uh, podcast platforms as well. So, all right, guys. So I'm going to cut it off here. As always, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated, and we'll talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website www. All things basketball with GD.com. 
You can also email me at that sports GD at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that sports GD at gmail.com. Also, on my anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So... Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast and take care and be safe.